Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speaker. Download the podcast. Oh, my goodness, was that cold good. Bloody. You're cold-blooded. Man. That was so good. Come on. Super wild card weekend. <laughs> what's going on, Key? What's going on, Jay? What's good? Man, man, You're man, right, man, man. You all right? Why wouldn't I be all right? It's because I know, you know, you were pulling for the boys. You know, you thought the boys had a legit oh, chance. No, I'm, I'm, of course they had a legit chance. They screwed it up, not me. I'm going to the Super Bowl regardless. So good. Every year uh, there's another excuse from this squad. Doesn't matter how loaded they are, what the expectations are, how they come into the playoffs every year. It's always something. It's always something. Always. It's unbelievable. Stephen A gets it right every single time. This is this was like this was almost, you know, uh, sorry, Evan. Uh, you know, hate to kick Jets fans when they're down, but as a Giants fan, <laughs> we're down too now. It's it, it's almost Jets like what happened at the end of that game. Like, you know, the, it was it was like what you're figuring out a way to. Okay. Anyway, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. We're going to get right to it, and and this is you know how the game ended. So, um, a million things had to go wrong for the Niners. Not just that the Cowboys did right, but that the Niners did wrong for the Cowboys to even have a shot at the end of that game, right? But they do. And one of the things that has to go wrong at the very end is no sideline defense. Dak is using what, Key, J? Two, three seconds of play? They said four mm-hmm. seconds of play. I don't even think it was that. Boom, little, little picking up chunks to the sideline, stepping out. It was like, oh, my God, they're going right down the field. Finally, finally, Shanahan figures it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, they, and, and Key, it was like, so, so they run a plate. Dak is running up the middle of the field, right? You got to get down if you're the quarterback. The clock is running. There's very little time. And he didn't get down. I mean, he got down, but there was very little time left and wound up not getting the ball to the ump who has to touch it in order to clock the ball for, for, for Dak to have another play. Um, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here is Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys head coach at the post-game press conference. We call thresholds and, you know, fill position, what your line you're at and what you're trying to get to, too, based on, you know, defense that they were trying to – the defense that they were playing. They were in the sideline defense, so they were protecting the sidelines. And so that was the best option to, you know, to be able to get the ball. I mean, it's, it's like anything else. Do you, do you want to be running the Hail Mary play from the 50-yard line or you want to be running five verticals from the 25-yard line? So that's the decision. It's the right decision. Um, you know, it's just like anything. It's – you know the, the execution between us and the officiating spot and the ball obviously wasn't in tune. Wasn't you know we shouldn't have had any problem getting the ball spotted there. Just if that's is that the quote you're looking for. Key, he's right. Everything you're saying, um, you know, you you want a hail mary from the fifty. You want four verts from twenty five. It's an easier throw. It's a line line drive throw at the highest point. If you get in that position to do that. Um, I just think that when you look at the exchange from the referee to the center and Dak Prescott, Dak should know. You got to find a ref immediately hand him the football. Uh, but you know, in the in the in the heat of the moment, sometimes individuals make mistakes. Um, great play on the draw. There's no question about it. Get as close as you could. Now get up. Understand the situation. Find the referee. You know the ref is coming towards you. Give the ball to the ref. 
Now, if you give the ball to the ref, you get yourself two, three seconds. Now you can spike the ball, and that wasn't the case. Great call, though, on the draw. I take it every single day. Thought it was a brilliant uh, call on the draw play. A brilliant call. Key, why do I feel like you are a Mike McCarthy what? apologist? I, I, I kind of – I've never heard you, like, make excuses for anybody in the walk of life. But for some reason with Mike McCarthy, it's like, oh, yeah, it was – it was – it was a dumb play. You know why it was a dumb? Because I can't trust anything detail-wise to the Cowboys and their offense. I mean, you're also talking about a team that leads the league in penalties. They had 14 in this game for 89 yards. And now you're telling me with a QB draw, and I get it that there's going to be pressure on the quarterback that's being paid $40 million, but why do I even want to put him in that situation in the first place? Like, when we can have two Hail Mary attempts, why am I trying to do a QB draw to get the ball to the 28, 29-yard line for one attempt? Like, I just... I, I don't understand why you even put him in that situation in the first place. Regardless if Kellen Moore called it, Mike McCarthy okayed it, I just have an issue with the way his play calling has been the entire year, and it's something that I try to keep pushing and fight back on. Be like, all right, well, they're still winning games because you keep talking me into it, and it ultimately led to this point where I'm like, don't get up there and then defend your call. Just be like, yo, we blundered it. Like, we messed up. Every fan last night was screaming the same exact thing. I, I don't mean to, to to push back on you, Jay. You can push back on me. That's fine. We talking like we boys but, in the barbershop. But the draw play was executed to perfection. You don't sit back at the 50-yard line and throw two Hail Mary passes. That's not what you do. You run the quarterback draw to get closer to the end zone. All he had to do was hand the football to the referee and now you get an opportunity to go four vertical. You get the shot plays that you need in the middle of the field. There's no Hail Mary that you need to call in that instance right now. I hear you, but it wasn't you executed. It, it wasn't executed perfectly. That's it my point. It was executed perfectly. Everything yeah, but him handing the ball to the referee. All he had to do was hand the football so, so, to the damn ref. Just so hand then the it, ball to the ref. So then, but even key, if he did, if he ran 17 yards, and if he did hand the ball to the ref, the ball still has to be spotted. The time is still off the clock. No, he ran too ball, far. You, 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 you're fumbling the ball around. That you're not handing the ball to the ref. If you hand the ball to the ref, the referee can spot the ball. At that point that he spots the ball, he lifts his hand off the ball. The center snaps it to the quarterback. The quarterback spikes it. They don't run out of time. Uh, but key, here's the problem. And, Jay, if I may, not to, Go ahead. Not no, to please put words in. in your mouth, Jay, but Jay's point, Jay's point is – you can't say it was executed to perfection because you can't trust Mike McCarthy to have his team prepared to execute. Like, the point is, if you are actually practicing these scenarios, then you're practicing details. Look, the, the Patriots got their brakes beat off, but you don't find them in situations in late and close games where they haven't practiced details. It's very clear they, they always have, right? It's one of the, the great credits to Belichick. And, and, Jay, correct me if I'm wrong, but the point seems to be that you call a quarterback draw because they finally got the sideline defense, and, of course, you'd rather pick up some extra yards. I get it. The quarterback runs a little too far, doesn't get down. You could say, no, 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 he, he picked up extra yards. That's fine. But, but J- because key, if he doesn't know that the ump has to touch it's, the he ball, got touched, that's because it was, when he got he touched, didn't, it was know. nine seconds on the clock. 
it only takes you a uh, few seconds to hand the football to Spike. But he didn't know to do it. He didn't even know how to do but it. He didn't that's know what the procedure point. was. That's our whole but point. It's <laughs> not, that's not on Mike McCarthy. That is on the quarterback. Oh. Quarterbacks in the National Football League Ooh-hoo. are supposed to know to hand the damn football to the ref. But key, it just this seems is like situational this... football. I they hear what do you're this saying, brother. every single week. They obviously they, didn't do this in practice. Yes, they did they not do, do this every single every, week. Okay, I let's listen to Dak. Let's listen to Dak. They do it every week. Listen, to, let's take it from the horse's mouth. Dak, tell us about the collision with the ref. Listen to this. Yeah, I mean, just that, that was kind of that was smart by him. Their their guy in a sense, and he wasted maybe two seconds or so. But once I got up, as I said, I saw four seconds as I'm getting behind Tyler to to de- clock the ball, and then the collision from the referee happened. And yeah, I mean. No, I mean, I, I thought, I thought, it, honestly, I thought they were going to do something, and a, a second or something was going to get put up there, and I didn't even hear what was said. I heard a cheer from the crowd, and then the refs took off and got out of there. So, no, didn't didn't get an explanation, didn't understand what happened there. That's straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Quarterback you don't hand the didn't ball know. To the center, you hand it to the referee. But the quarterback yes. didn't know that, and the question is, who is to more to blame here? The coach, whose team was unprepared for the moment, or the quarterback, (laughs) who didn't know. That's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speaker. Download the podcast. Oh, my goodness, was that good. You're cold-blooded. You're cold-blooded, Max. That was so good. Come on. Super wild card weekend. (laughs) What's going on, Key? What's going on, Jay? What's good? Man, man, You're man, right, man. You all right? Why wouldn't I be all right? It's because I know, you know, you were pulling for the boys. You know, you thought the boys had a legit oh, chance. Oh, I'm, no, I'm, of course they had a legit chance. They screwed it up, not me. I'm going to the Super Bowl regardless. It's so good. Every year uh, there's another excuse from this squad. doesn't matter how loaded they are, what the expectations are, how they come into the playoffs every year. It's always something. It's always something. Always. It's unbelievable. Stephen A. gets it right every single time. This, is, this was like, this was almost, you know, eh, eh, sorry, Evan. Uh, you know, hate to kick Jets fans when they're down, but as a Giants fan, <laughs> we're down too now. 
it's it's almost jets like what happened at the end of that game like you know the, it was it was like what you're figuring out a way to okay anyway we are presented by progressive insurance we're going to get right to it and and this is you know how the game ended so um a million things had to go wrong for the niners not just that the cowboys did right but that the niners did wrong for the cowboys to even have a shot at the end of that game right but they do. And one of the things that has to go wrong at the very end is no sideline defense. Dak is using what, Key J? Two, three seconds of play? They said four mm-hmm. seconds of play. I don't even think it was that. Boom, little, little picking up chunks to the sideline, stepping out. It was like, oh, my God, they're going right down the field. Finally, finally Shanahan figures it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, they, and, and Key, it was like, so, so they run a plate. Dak is running up the middle of the field, right? You got to get down if you're the quarterback. The clock is running. There's very little time. And he didn't get down. I mean, he got down, but there was very little time left and wound up not getting the ball to the ump who has to touch it in order to clock the ball for, for, for Dak to have another play. Um, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here is Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys head coach at the post-game press conference. We call them thresholds and, you know, the field position, what your line you're at and what you're trying to get to, too, based on, you know, defense that they're trying to – the defense that they were playing, they were in the sideline defense, so they were protecting the sidelines. And so that was the best option to, you know, to be able to get the ball. I mean, it's, it's like anything else. Do you, do you want to be running the Hail Mary play from the 50-yard line or you want to be running five verticals from the 25-yard line? So that's the decision. It's the right decision. Um, you know, it's just like anything. It's – you know the, the execution between us and the, the officiators putting the ball obviously wasn't in tune. Wasn't you know we shouldn't have had any problem getting the ball spotted there. Just if that's is that the quote you're looking for. Key, he's right. Everything you're saying, um, you know, you you want a hail mary from the fifty. You want four verts from twenty five. It's an easier throw. It's a line line drive throw at the highest point. If you get oh, in that position to do that. Um, I just think that when you look at the exchange from the referee to the center and Dak Prescott, Dak should know. Got to find a ref immediately, hand him the football. Uh, but you know, in the in the in the heat of the moment, sometimes individuals make mistakes. Um, great play on the draw. There's no question about it. Get as close as you could. Now get up. Understand the situation. Find the referee. You know the ref is coming towards you. Give the ball to the ref. Now, if you give the ball to the ref, you get yourself two, three seconds. Now you can spike the ball, and that wasn't the case. Great call, though, on the draw. I take it every single day. Thought it was a brilliant uh, call on the draw play. A brilliant call. Key, why do I feel like you are a Mike McCarthy what? apologist? I, I, I kind of – I've never heard you, like, make excuses for anybody in the walk of life, but for some reason with Mike McCarthy, it's like, oh, yeah, it was it – was, it was a dumb play. You know why it was a dumb? Because I can't trust anything detail-wise to the Cowboys and their offense. I mean, you're also talking about a team that leads the league in penalties. They had 14 in this game for 89 yards. And now you're telling me with a QB draw, and I get it that there's going to be pressure on the quarterback that's being paid $40 million, but why do I even want to put him in that situation in the first place? Like, when we can have two Hail Mary attempts, why am I trying to do a QB draw to get the ball to the 28, 29-yard line for one attempt? Like, I just – 
I, I don't understand why you even put him in that situation in the first place. Regardless if Kellen Moore called it, Mike McCarthy okayed it, I just have an issue with the way his play calling has been the entire year, and it's something that I try to keep pushing and fight back on. Be like, all right, well, they're still winning games because you keep talking me into it, and it ultimately led to this point where I'm like, don't get up there and then defend your call. Just be like, yo, we blundered it. Like, we messed up. Every fan last night was screaming the same exact thing. I, I, I don't mean to, to to push back on you, Jay. You can push back on me. That's fine. We talking like we boys but, in the barbershop. But the draw play was executed to perfection. You don't sit back at the 50-yard line and throw two Hail Mary passes. That's not what you do. You run the quarterback draw to get closer to the end zone. All he had to do was hand the football to the referee and now you get an opportunity to go four vertical. You get the shot plays that you need in the middle of the field. There's no Hail Mary that you need to call in that instance right now. I hear there, you, but Jay. it wasn't you executed. It, it wasn't executed perfectly. That's it my point. It was executed perfectly. Everything Jay, but him handing the ball to the referee. All he had to do was hand the football so, so, to the damn ref. Just so hand the it, ball to the ref. So then, but even key, if he did, if he ran 17 yards, and if he did hand the ball to the ref, the ball still has to be spotted. The time is still off the clock. No, he ran too ball, far. You, 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 you're fumbling the ball around. That you're not handing the ball to the ref. If you hand the ball to the ref, the referee can spot the ball. At that point that he spots the ball, he lifts his hand off the ball. The center snaps it to the quarterback. The quarterback spikes it. They don't run out of time. But, Key, here's the problem. And, Jay, if I may, not to, Go ahead. Not no, to please put words in. in your mouth, Jay, but Jay's point, Jay's point is you can't say it was executed to perfection because you can't trust Mike McCarthy to have his team prepared to execute. Like, the point is, if you are actually practicing these scenarios, then you're practicing details. Look, the, the Patriots got their brakes beat off, but you don't find them in situations in late and close games where they haven't practiced details. It's very clear they, they always have, right? It's one of the, the great credits to Belichick. And, and, Jay, correct me if I'm wrong, but the point seems to be that you call a quarterback draw because they finally got the sideline defense, and, of course, you'd rather pick up some extra yards. I get it. The quarterback runs a little too far, doesn't get down. You could say, no, 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 he, he picked up extra yards. That's fine. But, but because key, if he doesn't know that the ump has to touch the ball, that's because when he got touched, it was nine seconds on the clock. It only takes you a uh, few seconds to hand the football to Spike. But he didn't know to do it. He didn't even know how to do but it. He didn't that's know what the procedure point. was. That's our whole but point. It's not, that's not on Mike McCarthy. That is on the quarterback. Oh. Quarterbacks in the National Football League Ooh-hoo. are supposed to know to hand the damn football to the ref. But key, it just this seems is like situational this, football. They I hear what do you're this saying, every brother. Every single week, they obviously they, didn't do this in practice. Yes, they did they not do, do this every single every, week. Okay, I let's listen to Dak. Let's listen to Dak. They do it every week. Listen, to, let's take it from the horse's mouth. Dak, tell us about the collision with the ref. Listen to this. Yeah, I mean, just that was kind of, that was smart by him. Their their guy in a sense, and he wasted maybe two seconds or so. But once I got up, as I said, I saw four seconds as I'm getting behind Tyler. To, to de- clock the ball, and then the collision from the referee happened, and yeah, I mean. Did you have a chance to talk to the referee after the collision? No, I mean, I, I thought, I thought, honestly, I thought they were going to do something, and a, a second or something was going to get put up there, and I didn't even hear what was said. I heard a cheer from the crowd, and then the refs took off and got out of there. So, no, didn't didn't get an explanation, didn't understand what happened there. 
That's Straight Talk brought to you by oh. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Quarterback you don't hand the didn't ball know. To the center. You hand it to the referee. The quarterback yes. didn't know that. And the question is, oh. who is to, more to blame here? Oh. The coach, Lord. whose team was unprepared for the moment, or the quarterback, <laughs> who didn't know? That's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. When he went no huddle, and they started to make plays. All the big games, but light on time? Let us catch you up. Definitely not fun ever playing against no huddle offense. Let's run the no huddle. Whether you huddle, whether you don't huddle, it still comes down to just the execution. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. All right, time for the postseason edition of the no huddle. It's brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Get the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless. Sunday began the way most playoff days have gone for the past 20 years with Tom Brady jumping out to a big lead and winning at home in the playoffs. Brady threw for 271 yards, two touchdowns in the Bucs, 31-15 win over the Eagles. The Bucs have been hit with injuries for much of this year, but they're finally starting to get healthy, of course, right now. And other guys are beginning to step up. Here is uh, Tom Brady on just that. That was great. I mean, that's what we need. So it's that time of year where the margin of error is really slim, and uh, my team was... Seven and two in their last nine games, playing really well, and uh, we got off to a really good start. Um, took kind of a commanding lead, and then glad we finished the way we did. Um, wish we'd have had that fourth down play, but um, you know we did a lot of things well. Hmm. Yo, Key, who would the Bucks rather see win tonight, the Cardinals or Rams? I think they probably would rather see the Rams win this football game because the the the, the more you think about it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers in their secondary, for whatever reason, a guy like uh, DeAndre Hopkins gets an opportunity to come back. They certainly could create problems for that secondary and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But then in the end, all they care about is continuing to win football games. I don't really think in the end it really matters if it's Arizona or the Rams. Mm -hmm. Jay? Max, what were we talking about last week? We were saying about, oh, man, you lose Antonio Brown, you lose Chris Godwin. 
This guy doesn't have Leonard Fournette. He doesn't have Ronald Jones, and he still puts up points like that with Mike Evans and Gronk. And also, you've got to give this defense and Todd Bowles a lot of credit. They're finally healthy. Jason Pierre-Paul, you talk about what they have when Shaq Barrett and linebacker Levante David comes back off that foot injury. I mean, this defense is for real, and this team can go deep if Tom keeps playing like this. Yeah, by the way, it's not to take anything away from Tom Brady's greatest of all time. He defied my cliff prediction by a lot. Right? I don't think people understand the competitive advantage the Bucks roster gave. Like they were so much better than any other team last year. Just look at the roster, top to bottom. They could afford to peel off some superstars, really, and still be like, "Damn, Mike Evans and Gronk, you got an offense." All right. Um, we can't talk about Tom Brady without talking about Bill Belichick. You know how that goes. At least I can. Ooh. The Bills ran all over Belichick's second-ranked defense in a 47-17 win over the Patriots on Saturday. Buffalo scored on each of its seven possessions that didn't end with a kneel down. But, a Bel- but Belichick said he's not planning to stop coaching as he enters his 70s. I mean, you know, it's, you know it's a, that's, a, that's a whooping when they're asking you, <laughs> like, do you still want to coach and you're the GOAT? <laughs> Here's the six-time Super Bowl champion head coach asked Sunday morning whether it is safe to say he wants to return next season. I want to ask you just on you personally, like how you feel about coaching. I'm just listening to you. It sounds like you're sort of ready to turn the page to 2022 and sort of go through the process. Like, is it safe to say this is still something you want to do in 2022? That would be accurate. (laughs) All right, here's the big question. Key. Do the Patriots have the right quarterback moving forward? I think they do have the right quarterback moving forward. As he continues to grow and get a little bit older, Mac Jones will be a better quarterback. Right now, there was no way Mac Jones was going to go into Buffalo and compete with Josh Allen. There was no way they were going to extend their playoff hopes with him as a young quarterback because once they fall behind and you had to unleash him, that was not going to happen. He's not ready to take the next step at the quarterback spot just yet. Mm-hmm. In the future, he may be ready to. Would love for them to see. Would love for the Pats to get Mac Jones, a couple of big time top receivers. But you know, key. If we're saying Mac Jones is the quarterback of the future, then I stand by. I think Jalen Hurts is the quarterback of the future. I mean, I, I don't want to go into a tangent, Max, but the way I saw Mac Jones play and the way I've seen Jalen yeah. lead this team, a lot of people just want to cut Jalen off. I'm saying they're saying, hold on a second. They both played poorly. They got their teams to the playoffs. That's a huge step in the right direction. Yeah, Jalen Hurts better quarterback than Mac Jones at this Thank moment. You. I agree Thank with, you. and I agree with Key. I agree with you. Like you know, Mac Jones may want. Well, by the way, the jury is still out. So far, so good on Mac Jones. He is a rookie quarterback who doesn't run but he can do a lot of other things well for a rookie in the right situation and let's see if he continues to vet to develop into a franchise quarterback okay speaking of coaches of, of coaches returning in 2022 Derek Carr says Raiders head coach Rich Bisaccia should return in 2022 after Las Vegas was eliminated by the Bengals on Saturday, here is Carr defending the Raiders' interim head coach who got them to the playoffs despite all the adversity they faced this season. All of those things will be decisions that I don't, I don't make, I don't get to make. You know, I just play quarterback and uh, do my best to complete every pass. Uh, but I think that with everything that went on, if you really look at what happened, all, all the pieces missing, um, everything that changed, everything, yeah, he held it together. And the fact that that staff kept everything together and kept us competitive and kept us winning, finding ways to win football games, I think that's what our organization is about. Key? 
Yeah, Derek Carr's right there. Rich Basacci certainly needs an opportunity to remain on as the head coach, but I can certainly understand if the Raiders wanted to go in another direction. A guy got him into the playoffs, like Carr said, despite all of the different things that they had to go through this season. And, and when you look at it, you say to yourself, you give him his opportunity, maybe you mix up the staff a little bit, make some changes, give him a two- to three-year deal, and let him prove himself over the next couple of years that he is qualified to be a head coach in the National Football League. I personally think he's already proved that, but others out there may want to see more. Me personally, I would love to see Coach be able to stay on with this team. I love the way that Derek Carr continues to lead. If it was him talking about the John Gruden situation, he handled that in class. If it was him talking about the Henry Rugg situation, he handled that in class. But, Max, if you're asking me just straight from a business perspective, I think about Coach Jim Harbaugh coming from Michigan and what he can do for this team, and I kind of think he could be the Raiders' future coach to take him in another direction. You know, you know, honestly, like the league is all about do you have a coach, do you have a quarterback? If you check those two boxes, you're heading in the right direction, right? If you don't check those boxes, you ain't going to win. Uh, I think that I, I, it, to me it seems like they got a coach, they got a quarterback, and, the only, and they're both good. The only question is how good. Right? Are they good enough? They both look good to me, but good enough to find out how good they are, I would think, you know, giving them some uninterrupted time together. All right. And so we end No Huddle with the biggest story of Super Wild Card Weekend. The Cowboys, who had Super Bowl aspirations, came up short to the 49ers 23-17 after Dak and the Dallas offense could not get the ball spotted quickly enough following a quarterback draw with 14 seconds and no timeouts. So is it time for another coaching change for the Cowboys? Here's Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. Is there any possibility of you making a coaching change? I don't even want to discuss anything like that at this particular time. No discussion about coming, anything. Coming out, coming out down 13 nothing. did this team look unprepared tonight? Again, I'm not going to discuss uh, coaching, the preparation, any of those things. That's not, uh, that's not on the table. Uh, the game speaks for itself. Key, will, not should they, but will the Cowboys make a coaching change? That's not on the table, Max. You can keep on trying with your pom-poms, you and Jay trying to push that man out of job. That's not going to happen. Jerry Jones just said it. The game speaks for itself, okay? And, and the mistakes that were made, the penalties that were made, it all is right there in front of you. Mike McCarthy will be the coach of the Dallas Cowboys in 2022. You heard it here. Jay. You know what, Max? I, I've been on this kick the whole time. Anybody ever tries to say that Mike McCarthy should be fired, look, I, I think they should move on, but they're not. History would not show because they've had nine head coaches in the history of this team's franchise. Like, Jerry Jones will be patient with you. But it does create such a great narrative for next year again because if we keep seeing the same issues, this will get hotter and hotter and hotter. And now, if we thought there were expectations on this team this year, now that Dak finally has a full year after being healthy and they go through this defeat, how will they respond next year? It's going to be a great watch. First of all, not only do I not think they should fire Mike McCarthy, I think they should give him a 10-year contract, and I would make one more recommendation. (laughs) Jerry needs to take a step back from running the team and the draft and all that and put Dave Gettleman in charge. Uh, I'd like to highly recommend Dave Gettleman to run Cowboys or any other NFC East teams other than the Giants. Football operations, Jerry, you'll love him. Keep Mike McCarthy and the only wrinkle, hire Dave Gettleman. Guys, can you answer me me this, Max? What's the difference between Mike McCarthy and Jason Garrett? Um, Mike McCarthy, to me, and Key, you correct me if I'm wrong, seems more like 
like the way they say a coach has to kind of be the CEO of a team, if not the quarterback, right? Mike McCarthy, you can tell, has led a team before. He seems in many respects like like a model kind of head coach. Like you say, yep, he checks those boxes. He can get in front of a team and talk and stuff like that. But the end of the game, details and stuff like that, if it was my team, I wouldn't like it. Key, what, Mike, how do you Mike, feel? Mike McCarthy is a Super Bowl-winning head football coach mm-hmm. that has been in the playoffs multiple times and knows how to coach football, man. I Ain't no comparison you. to Jason Garrett. I'm just saying Mike McCarthy Y'all also had stop. maybe one. I'm just saying Mike McCarthy also had one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen to play the game. I'm just throwing that out Y'all need to stop. I'm just throwing that out there, Key. Y'all need to stop, for real. Okay. So we're talking about Mike McCarthy's future here. Jerry Jones thinks the Cowboys need to be successful, believe it or not. Listen to this. (laughs) Well, I think this is a time that uh, when you get this combination of players together, you need to uh, have success. Because we all know how it goes in the NFL. The whole thing is set up to take away from the best and add to the ones that need improvement. And personnel-wise, I think we have one of the best. Yeah, he's right. Yep. He, he does. Will Clay's done a tremendous job. That's why he got an extension. They've done a tremendous job as a staff putting things together. Uh, it's disappointing that they don't get an opportunity to continue their uh, playoff charge, but when you go out there and you do what they did against the 49ers, you go home. It's not it's not that difficult to see. The one thing um, I wonder, you know, what more what more do you want them to say? The one thing I wonder is at Key and Jay is how much look, I think the Cowboys have a talented roster and with Micah Parsons, just like both sides of the ball, they're talented, right? They got a quarterback. I wonder how much though we think they're maybe even more talented than they are on a yearly basis because we pay so much attention to them. Like, if you have good players, you have good players. But if you have good famous players because the media is always talking about them, you might think that they're maybe a little bit better than they are. Isn't that right, Rex? Rex yeah, Ryan joins us so. now. You know, uh, but, uh, look, they, that is a super talented team. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. But, again, they came up short. What a surprise. What, what, why why they come up short this time, do you think? Well, I, I think first off, I mean, the self-inflicted wounds, so to speak, 14 penalties. Look, this team has led the NFL in, uh, in penalties this year, but 14 in this game. It, it's, that, that's why. Like, you want to see and, – and look, this game wasn't as close as it sounds. Yeah. Like, they, they could have been they, – they could have really gotten beat. Um, Garoppolo gives them a gift interception at the end there that really – uh, you know, turn the tide of the game. but Trent Williams' they, false start, like yeah, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of things like that. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, this is going to be interesting. And I don't want to say, I mean, that I told you that this thing, <laughs> I've seen coaches get, get let go. And I'm not saying that I want to see him get fired or whatever. But, look, my dad got fired after three straight playoff appearances, all right, in Philadelphia. They can fire you for any reason. And, by the way, that was back when Parcells was coaching the Giants, Gibbs was coaching Washington, you know, and he had Jimmy Johnson coaching Dallas, and my dad made the playoffs, and that's not like this, the extended playoffs, all right, three straight years, and they, they let him go with and, – and, and to me, it's – Oh, so the I've NFC coaches, was gangster back then, the uh, NFC East. They were straight oh my gangster. God. But it's – you know, that's why you never know. Like, this thing is a head coach right now when you're in charge of nothing. So, in other words – he doesn't call the plays on offense. He doesn't call the plays on defense. So you, what are you in charge of? You're in charge of motivation, motivating your football team to get up every single week. 
okay? You're in charge of clock management, which has absolutely been a disaster all season. And, you know, you're, you're, you're sitting back uh, – uh, I mean, those are the main things Discipline, that you're in charge you don't of. Get, I'm still wondering discipline. what the hell he is in charge of. Rex Ryan, as always, <laughs> is giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Uh, key, key uh, Rex, yes, sir. Um, what did you think about the the last play of the game, the draw <laughs> oh, with the four in, with the draw down there? Uh, but obviously, the clock got screwed up. But what did you think about the quarterback draw, putting him in a position to go four or five vert? Key, you know darn well <laughs> this is. A horrendous call. It's a horrendous call. And when you look at it, and obviously the execution of it, everybody will point to, well, the execution. You know, yeah, first off, why the heck was Dak not – did he not understand you got to give the ball the official because he's got to spot the ball? Okay, that's one thing. But what if he would have gotten tackled by the nose tackle? The game would have ended that way. All right? So you can't assume you're going to have a wide-open deal. He could have been tackled. And the game's over, too. You, We know one thing. You're at least going to get one shot at the end zone from where you are, all right, on a Hail Mary, or or two shots if it's incomplete, okay? To me, this was this is ridiculous. See, see, and anybody see, wants see, to Rex. say it, I, I, well, go ahead, Key. Key wants to say it. Yeah, I want to hear it. Exactly. Yep. Go ahead, Key. For, for, for me, Rex, I think when you look at the Hail Mary two shots, I got a better opportunity on four or five vert, right? Closer. I'm at the 20 to 25. I could throw a laser shot opposed to a jump ball situation. Because if I throw a laser shot to my receiver on a four vert, that's that's an easy throw for a quarterback. That is one of the easiest throws. A Hail Mary, you, you, you're just like throwing a grenade in the air and hoping that it lands and blows up everything. That's the wrong situation. I understand why you say he could have gotten tackled by the nose yeah. tackle. But you know and I know at the end of the game, the middle of the field is wide open. It's wide open. So I thought it was a – me personally, I thought it was a great, great play. But Rex, can I jump in? All I yeah. want to say is when uh, end-of-game scenarios – and look, I never played football, but I play basketball. I know what the details are in basketball. The way you execute at the end of the game, like that is all habit. That comes from discipline. You know exactly what you're going to do, regardless of whether you're reacting or not. Like you practice scenarios like that before – and my thing, it just, it just comes to a head, it feels like, for a team that has been the most non-disciplined team in the league the whole year. It just showed itself. Yeah, and, and I look at it this way. Because, I mean, Jay, I look at it, I mean, to me, this, this play right here tells, I mean, the, the way the game ended was perfect for an ending for Dallas. Why? They butchered clock management the whole time. And if we think you're right, you, you practice all these situations, all right? It was clear to me that the quarterback and the center had no no idea that they're supposed to that this guy has to spot the football. That's what it looked like to me. If Who's you're going to run Rex? this play, is that on Dak or no, is that, that on the that, coach? That's on the coach because from from day one, it's just like any two minute situation. And Key, you know this as well as I do. How many times have we seen players get the football and put the ball on the ground? Just just put it there. All right, or they throw it to an official. No, you're taught. You run. You hand the ball to the official. Why? Because he may drop it. You hand the ball to the official. He has to spot the football, and that's that, to me. They were surprised that you know because I'm sure they practiced it all week. We heard that they practiced this play all week. Well, the, it just tells me that what you do is your center has been getting over the football the whole time instead of allowing 
room for the, the official to get in there, give him the football, he spots the football, and you move on. You would have had a chance. But I'm going to tell you, it's not the right play. It's not the right play. I, I'm sorry, it's not. All right, 16 seconds w- was the, the time from when I was a kid. That's the time, you know, a young football coach all the way through. That's the time that you know you have. If you have 16 seconds, Dallas had 14 seconds to get over the football. So you are in the biggest gray area that there is. And you dang sure better get down. He better know I got to run for X amount of yards and get down and give the ball to the official. The fact he didn't, because we can sit back and say, what, you know, he just went too far. Well, that tells me right there he didn't know that situation. Was, he and he didn't give the football to the official. That's what we need to look at. You know, like they didn't, they didn't practice the details. I was just saying, like, a Belichick team might get whooped, but it's not going to be at the end of the game because details are mismanaged. Is Mike McCarthy holding this team back? Because you said it, Coach. They were, it was all set up. Cowboys shouldn't have even been in the game, right. but they were. And the criticism all year was what happens if a Mike McCarthy team doesn't manage the clock and the situation at the end of a playoff game and that's exactly what happened. Is he holding them back? Max, are we surprised this happened? No. Honestly, are we surprised this happened? Only because it was too perfect in my surprise. It's like, oh, it's not going to come down to that. <laughs> and, and again, I don't want to say it. And I, I'm not wishing a guy gets fired or whatever. But if we can go back to week three or whatever when I told you so, we'll see if I'm right again. Key, you, you got any uh, final words on this topic? No, the Cowboys got to do better. That's all. They got to do better. Nothing you can say or do. I mean, they got to do better. Is they lost anything the game. They it's could, a, too it, talented to lose to the 49ers, although Shanahan knows how to play Dan Quinn's defense. So, in the end, they've got to go back to the drawing board and figure out what cost them the game and try not to let it happen in the future. Jay, we should take calls today to see if fans could come up with what scenario could possibly happen where Key would finally go, you know what, Thank Mike you. McCarthy ain't it. Thank <laughs> you, Thank we you. need like some Super Bowl, Super Bowl yes, winning please. head coach, man. You can't just fire everybody, Max. Why not? Uh, <laughs> no, I want them to keep him, Key. You know how tell, I feel. I want them, them to keep this guy hey, no, forever. No, tell him, Rex. I, and I, I get it. And look, there, I have nothing against Mike McCarthy, but you win one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Thank at, you, Rex. Uh, at, as, as your quarterback, congratulations. Thank you, Rex. Rex Ryan. See, when we say giving you the straight talk, mm, boy, that's mm. straight down the middle. Some country heat. Yes. <laughs> some, some <laughs> country heat. I guess I just wish I would have had Dang Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> you would so at least have one. Aaron Rodgers. Ten years. <laughs> <laughs> That's the great Rex Ryan, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Boy. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max. The worst nightmare for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Even worse than Mike McCarthy for all this years. Plus. Fourth down play wasn't the last mistake Dak made Sunday. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.